1: I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is The Nest, our mini-show that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. It's June already? It is. It just came upon us. (laughs) Which means it's time for a watch, read, listen. Uh, What are you uh, watching, Elizabeth?
2: You know, last week I watched the Friends reunion on HBO Max. And so I just had to give it a fun shout-out because I really did enjoy it. And I think that you can, like go down this rabbit hole of analyzing what did or didn't age well about friends. And that's fine too. You know, I mean, you can look back and go like, there were a lot of, there, there wasn't a lot of inclusivity. There were some issues in terms of things that we just kind of cringe at, but you know what? That's. I think that's sort of the evolution of life, and it reminds us that when we know better, we do better. And we overall, hope. it was such a fun show, and the reunion was very fun. It took me down a memory lane, and I really enjoyed it. I mean, there's always things that you could look at and go, all right, like I could have done without the Lady Gaga coming in and singing Smelly Cat. I didn't really care about that and some of the other celebrity takes on Friends. I wanted to hear more from the friends about what it was like to be on that hit show and have their lives totally changed by that show. Um, And then how they managed to have a really positive dynamic among the six of them, which I think can be really challenging. So that kind of stuff was so fun. But it was 90 minutes. It's on HBO Max. So if you subscribe to HBO, I think it's worth a watch. And you can be like eating ice cream and having fun. Just watch it. You know, it's funny. I tried it last night with Ian. We
1: tried to watch it. I only got through about 15 minutes. No go, really? Yeah. And it's, and I, I'm going to try again because I feel like it's a mood thing. I feel yeah. like I just wasn't in the right headspace to just yeah. sit and sort of go over this again. Cause I love friends. I mean, mm-hmm. I know, I mean, to all of your comments, yes. But on the main, it's a sitcom. It was a good sitcom. It's sort of a moment in everybody's life, and I think that's why it keeps playing over and over and over again for every generation <laughs> because either you lived that once in your life, yeah, which you're lucky if you did, and if you didn't, you wish you did. For sure. That that moment in your life where your friends are your family.
2: I loved that, so, yes. Yeah. And I loved so, hearing from the creators about yep. that. So, so cool. I which would watch like, it.
1: Yeah, I'll go back to it because I don't want to give it a bad review because I think that might be more about where my head was <laughs> than the actual reunion show. How
2: self-aware of you, Marjorie. So
1: we went, instead, we went from the Friends reunion to a movie called Greenland, mm. which is an apocalyptic thriller, dumb, 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 dumb. But I watched every minute of it and totally enjoyed it. It's about uh, Planet Destroying Comets, starring Gerard Butler. So that's where my head was
2: last night. So time. what did you do? Did you rent it or did you, like, stream it on Netflix or I something? I
1: think it was Netflix or Amazon Prime. I meant to look it up, but I don't know. But just just Google Greenland. You can see where it's playing if you want, just to just escape everything yeah. and watch a good little thriller. It's about a, a a family that's trying to make it to the bunker to survive the
2: planet-destroying comets. <laughs> Excellent. You're so we're in a reading. weird mood. Okay, yeah. Um. I well, I wanted to give a heads up that I finished uh, To Raise a Boy by Emma Brown. Oh, good. I talked about that I was going to read it, and I did. Um, I listened to it on Audible, and it, I really think it was fascinating. It got me thinking a lot, particularly as... You know, I have two sons, which I still can't believe that's the case, but I, know. I do.
1: You, you just said that. I, was I like, know. <laughs> Isn't that funny?
2: <laughs> I have two of them and I was raised in a house of girls like you, Marjorie. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, I never lived with a boy aside from a summer in a frat house, uh, in college, which was great. And, but I didn't live with a Yep. man until Jay. And so th- I never lived with boys being raised. So it's really foreign to me. So uh, the book was really worth it. I think we're going to be talking more about raising boys in coming podcasts, but I do think it's worth reading. I also then started The Dutch House by Ann Patchett. Oh. Which people have absolutely loved, people rave about. I'm listening to that as well because it is narrated by Tom Hanks on Audible, which is so much fun to listen to Tom Hanks just tell you a story. Oh, uh, this I, is I, Anne I, yeah. Patchett's like eighth novel, I think, and it's about uh, a young boy and a young girl. Uh, their mother leaves and they are left with their father in this amazing Super uh, just historical, beautiful, but often overwhelming and lonely large house called the Dutch house. And it's about kind of how their family develops. And it's just beautifully told. I'm just really enjoying the story. Like I'm thinking about it and loving it. So Uh, The Dutch House and Patchett. And if you want to do the audible version, it's narrated by Tom Hanks. And so I think that's worth it. Okay. What are you reading?
1: I am still on What Happened to You. This is the book that was just released by Oprah Winfrey and a doctor named um, Bruce Perry, I believe is his name. And it's such a great book about childhood trauma And the brain that when children are traumatized, they survive, but the brain rewires itself to, to survive. And in doing so, this is why so many of us can't ever leave childhood trauma behind because our brains were sort of, sort of permanently rewired to handle it, which causes problems when you're an adult, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's problems within your relationships, problems, raising your own kids, they can be small or big. But those things never really go away because the brain has a way of being resilient, but it doesn't necessarily make you healthy. So I just love the – this book is so, so fabulous. And Oprah Winfrey has been involved in this this concept of what childhood trauma does to children so much so that she reached out to this doctor when she started the Leadership Academy for Girls in South Africa because she knew these girls had childhood trauma. And if they didn't address that as young girls – It would just follow them into womanhood. And so I just think that's brilliant. But I wanted to read you two quick quotes from this book because this will blow your mind, Elizabeth, about the little humans that you are raising.
2: Oh, gosh. I just hit buy with one credit on Audible as you were talking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are going to love it. So this is what they write. The brain is a meaning-making machine always trying to make sense of the world. If our view of the world is that people are good, then we anticipate good things from good people. We project the expectation with interactions from others and thereby actually elicit good from them. Our internal view of the world becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. We project what we expect and that helps elicit what we expect. That all makes sense, right? Yes. We'll go back to a bad or traumatic childhood and you can just see how that would affect everything about how one looks at the world. The doctor also writes, thousands of moments when the caregiver responds to the needs of the infant, the brain is connecting relationship to reward and regulation. And so when you are an attentive, attuned, and responsive caregiver to these little ones, you're literally weaving together this powerful three-part association. You are building a healthy root system for the tree of regulation. These bonding experiences create the infant's worldview about humans. Wow. Yeah. Now, if you didn't feel the, the responsibility of motherhood already... You feel it now. You feel it now. And, and for me, it, it makes so much sense. And I've had enough therapy to know how I react to things sometimes as a response to whatever happened to me in my childhood. So that idea isn't new, but this idea of the brain. Piecing things together every moment that a child is being raised is so important. And I think it's actually really exciting. It shouldn't be scary to parents. It should be really exciting that you can raise a child that looks at the world, that, that the world is good and be optimistic. And that's, that. not that what we want from our kids? Yeah. And that's totally our responsibility. And I think that's I really that. exciting for parents. So that's beautiful. I can't, I cannot recommend this enough, especially of children or if you're older and you've had childhood trauma, you can always repair it. You can. What happened to you? It's a beautiful, beautiful book.
2: That's amazing. Okay. I'm so looking forward to, to listening to that. What are you listening to, Marjorie? You always end us with like some tune that you pull out of some random time in life.
1: Exactly. And this is a time in life between the two of us that was filled with joy. We used to make playlists on our radio show together for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. It is technically, t- not technically, but to me, it's the beginning of summer. It's the beginning of June. And the song that kept popping up into my head was Fits in the tra- Tantrums, yeah. The Walker. Yes. And you and I used to, this was the start of our show. This was yep. our, our show open. And it's just one of those great, uplifting, sort of songs. I don't really know if it's actually uplifting because I don't really pay attention to the lyrics, but it feels good. You know what I mean? It just feels like summer to me. It feels happy. And I would just encourage everybody, make your summer playlist because we deserve a good one.
2: Yeah, we totally do. That's so fun. Okay, before we go, I'm listening to a new podcast, a new to me podcast. Um, and it's from from a guy named Ben Greenfield. So I've been really interested in this concept of biohacking, Marjorie, right. which is like figuring out how our bodies really thrive not only survive but thrive and how you can sort of mimic some of the some of the things that we would historically experience in nature that we don't experience because of our like sedentary indoor lifestyles how you can mimic those things to like maximize your body feeling good longevity all that stuff ben greenfield is super interesting and I just started digging into some of his podcasts. He's a little bit like fitness oriented, but he's but he also breaks down the technical in a really great way. Oh, I love that. Um And so I just started listening to some of his episodes and, you know, they talk about like some of the testing that you can do to kind of figure out where your body is at and what's worth it to do and what isn't, how you can do some daily tracking and then how to kind of navigate like supplements and things like that, where you can sort of feel like I'm taking this stuff, I'm spending money on this stuff. Is this really doing me any good? Right. So Ben Greenfield, I like, I'm liking his vibe and I just like some of the episodes. He does Q and A episodes where he answers questions from oh, listeners. Great. Um, and those are the ones that I've kind of been picking out and listening to. So, uh, I recommend checking that out as well. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and write us a review at Apple Podcasts.
1: Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best to the Nest or go to com to subscribe to our newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you home.
0: To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night.